Here's the intro. Okay. Okay. Here it comes. And, uh, It's above, above the, the fold podcast, podcast with Bree and Josh. You can learn about websites or TV or dogs. Slip in some comedy and fancy duets. It's above the fold podcast. Put on your pants. Welcome to Above the Fold podcast. My name is Joshua Larson. My name is Brianne Boyson. My social security number is 515-297-3129. And I'm still waiting on mine. So. We're so glad you joined us today. We're talking about video content. Wipe the sand out of your eyes and place it in a small box and turn up your volume to 11. Because you're about to hear some video <laughs> knowledge. Video content We'll figure out what we're going to say about that when we get to that point of the podcast. Right. But we just know that we're going to talk about video content. For because sure. who doesn't love video today? People who don't particularly care for video. Maybe they That's like pictures who or who doesn't drawings. like it. Mm-hmm. But first, welcome. This is Above the Fold Podcast. Episode 1111. 11. Um, so thanks for joining us. Before we talk about video content and what it means to us, we'll talk about a few subtopics. Hey, Bree. Yeah. Didn't you go to Google I recently? did. I went there. Tell me all about that. Okay. So, took a took an airplane to Phoenix, then took another airplane to San Francisco, then drove to Mountain View, California. That's oh. where Google is. Okay. Okay. Two planes and an automobile. Mm-hmm. And then we went to the Google AdWords Community Summit 2014, and we were with, uh, I was with my boss, and we were amongst uh, a group of AdWords professionals, uh, top thinkers, um, and community members, whatever they're called. Now, I don't mean a stereotype, but this is a bunch of people walking around with, like, words pasted on their shirts that said, that's, that are like clicks per thousand and and ratio. Ratio is was one of the words, yeah, okay. on their shirts. So. so just a bunch of people who like to write words on the internet, right? Is that's that right. what AdWords is? They had me fooled. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't uh, specialize. I don't specialize in AdWords, but um, it was really interesting to uh, learn about it and um, see all the discussions. Uh, the things that are coming up with AdWords, there was um, a portion of the discussion that we had to sign an NDA, in fact. Like the basketball conference? Uh-huh. Uh, they handed out balls, and we dribbled. Okay. Well, I totally would have gone then, mm -hmm. had I known that. Simple <laughs> fact. Um, so, yeah, but uh, learned about different things. Uh, dynamic remarketing was something that was pretty neat. Um, you know when you go to a website, and you're looking at a product... And, yeah. you know, you, you like that bike, that yeah. bike in red. The red bike. You really bike. like the red bike. The red bike. And then you you can't make up your mind, so then you, you leave that web page and you go someplace else. Okay. And then on that new website, you see a little ad for that red bike. The red bike. The red bike. 
Um, and it just kind of trips your trigger again, maybe to think about purchasing that bike. But, you know, who knows if the ad is convincing enough and, and you decide to click on it again or just go back to the site. Mm-hmm. But um, dynamic remarketing can can take a product that you were just looking at and place it directly in the ad. So okay. it kind of customs the message. Um, so, yeah, that That's was kind of cool. neat. Um, could use that for clients. I'm going to start using it immediately. Mm-hmm. So you had a good time at Google. Mm-hmm. Yep. And we actually, speaking of bikes, we rode bikes. That's why. Ooh. Uh, Google has bikes. Official um, Google bikes. You can ride them uh, between the buildings. They have lots of different buildings on the campus there. So we rode these bikes. Yeah. They had baskets in front of them mm-hmm. connected to the bike. So that was pretty neat. Healthy yeah. lunches. So overall, like pretty just cool all place. salad. Um, yes. Okay. Tons of salad. Sounds good. Mm-hmm. Speaking of the internet, I'm reading a book right now called Tubes. Hmm. What is Tubes, you ask? Well, it's a reference to the internet. It's a national bestseller by Andrew Bloom. Uh, he writes about a journey to the center of the internet. Um, and it's pretty much this book where this guy goes around. Uh, he's a journalist, and he's like, I want to know how the internet actually connects to the whole world. Mm-hmm. So it says, the Tubes is a look behind the scenes of our digital lives at the physical heart of the internet itself. This is a book about real places on the map, their sounds and smells, their storied pasts, their physical details, and the people who live there. Sharing tales of his on-the-ground reporting along with lucid explanations about how the internet works, Bloom's eye-opening travelogue. I like that word. I don't know if it's real. Offers a unique perspective on the role of technology in our lives. Sounds neat. It is okay. It has not totally captured my attention. I'm on page 25. Uh, How many pages into a book do you need to be in order to know if you want to continue? I would say 10 to 20. Okay. So I'm going to try to trudge through it because I feel like there's some good stuff in here. I, I don't know if it, it – my initial thought was that I was going to like this because it was about, like, data centers and how all of them work. But so far he's attaching a lot of, like – there was a beautifully framed – map on the wall with a mustache attached to the top of it ornately from a Christmas party the night before. I was like, I, I don't really care about that. Talk to me about how, like, networks come together. Um, so, but, you know, mm-hmm. I, I think I'll keep reading it until I absolutely hate it. It's a comedy, right? <laughs> it is a screenplay? No, not really. I actually bought this at a bookstore in Seattle can't remember the name but it is in a neighborhood there seattle's best books seattle's best books it was i don't know what does it say in there no but it was uh like a cool store and it had a bunch of uh, tech focused engineering focused uh books and also a bunch of like puzzles and stuff so i would highly recommend it uh the store not the book yet okay we'll wait on the the recommendation of the book absolutely later yeah um, and I also have a thing to talk about, if you would oblige me. I will oblige you talk about the thing. Uh, the internet also, I mean, you, we talked about web hosting a couple mm-hmm. times ago. And it was last time. It was last time, mm-hmm. yeah. It just seems like a long time because it literally was a long time ago. Anyway, I wrote a blog post this weekend about how much traffic you can, can sustain with a small um, virtual server and i would appreciate it if you read up on it i found some interesting things ran some experiments josh where can they go if they want to read your blog you can post? go to jplhomer.org it's called 
the whole up to official title, but I have this I have these droplets running on DigitalOcean, which is a cool hosting service, and it is called my, how my DigitalOcean droplet handles heavy traffic. I do tests where it sends 10,000 clients to your server within a minute time span, which is a lot of traffic, you know, even mm -hmm. for a you know, I guess a medium-sized website. So, kind of shows you how I set up tests and uh, how much, you know, you got to do to be yeah. ready for lots of traffic. This is not just a comedy podcast. This I mean, we need to talk about serious things. Probably one of the longest blog posts I've ever written. It's got um, a lot of uh, good images in there to mm -hmm. demonstrate yeah. what you're talking about. Yeah, absolutely. Excellent. Um, well, I'd like to just let everyone know that um, and remind them, uh, last uh, episode we gave an announcement about our lives. Yes. Uh, the thing is that we are uh, no longer going to be uh, a boyfriend and girlfriend situation. Yeah, we're really done with that. Yeah. So over it. So old-fashioned. So uh, the next magical step in a journey of two people's lives is... A dog. Um, yeah. No. Ideally. Uh, but before we get the dog, we're going to throw a huge party. Just a huge party to celebrate the coming of two people, thus, thus being those people. <laughs> you and, and we up might and just me. we might just lock lips in front of everyone. Okay, I don't know about that. So uh, that's a little disgusting. <laughs> but we're gonna we're gonna get ma married. Ma married. Married. Isn't it Mary or married? Is Mary s like? So it's yeah, first of the woman, Jesus' mother, Mary. We're and gonna that's get where it from. Okay. Well, you took a big step toward that this weekend, did you not? I did. I really did. Um, I found what I'm going to wear. <gasps> like? A dress. Uh, like a skirt or? <laughs> yeah, like a high-waisted pencil skirt. Pencil and, skirt. And uh, some tennis shoes. Okay. Well, we should totally match on the day of. <laughs> Let me know what you're wearing. I like something close t to my figure. <laughs> Um, I can tell you, I'm going to look good. Uh, I'm just going to blow my own trumpet there. <laughs> I, I, I have no doubt. So tell me, is <laughs> wedding dress shopping like it is in the movies? Like, so bridesmaids, they go get, was it yeah, Indian food? So we went or Brazilian? Brazilian food. And, uh, <laughs> see, that's my favorite movie. So, but we didn't go and look at bridesmaids' dresses, even though my mom, she was like, now girls, if you guys want to look and they were just like no we no, just want to like, let brie have her moment yeah um so that's something yeah yeah so when we do go um to everybody all the bridesmaids listening because i know you're listening um <laughs> uh, we're gonna have a nice brazilian lunch uh with some gray chicken gray and chicken. uh then go to a store with some white carpet perfect so but um i was you know i really didn't know uh, how how any of that worked i have not really even watched the tv so tv show say yes to the dress yeah it's on I, tlc and i don't even know if that's real it's like probably scripted reality right uh isn't it like a f finding a wedding dress is usually like a three like time process you got to spread it out over a couple months and it's like takes forever for some people and then there's brie and it's like hey can we let's end this yeah <laughs> that's that's um, i I, I, I did go to three different places though so i didn't just and like at, at each place i found something i liked and then i was like all right well I'll let you know mm -hmm. and then this weekend they're having their sales mm -hmm. uh november must be good time i don't know or maybe um, they have sales every week <laughs> they're just sales really technique. lying to me uh all oh, those little creatures so you got you found kind of one that you liked at each store and then mm -hmm. did you leave 
you go out and have a conference. You rented a conference room and really went through like index Yeah, everybody cards. joins via webinar, and uh, <laughs> we take about five minutes just okay. to catch up okay. and then <laughs> <laughs> uh, talk about the weather. And then, d did you actually leave the store and then come back and say, "Okay, I want it," or did you was no, it an no. in-store decision? Uh, I, it was my days were this s today's Sunday, so yesterday, Saturday, and today actually. Yeah. Um, it's been a long day. It's been a long weekend. Mm -hmm. um, but the first time uh, we went, and so they told us, um, you know, we'll honor the, the the discount, the deal throughout the weekend. Um, so just call us and give us the credit card number over the phone if you mm -hmm. want it. Because um, everything was really tight. I mean, we the appointments are usually an hour and a half long. Okay. So, um, and I didn't schedule them way in advance either. It was like two weeks and then a week in advance and you know i don't know i've never gotten married before but right, yeah. magically you know we were able to get in mm -hmm. everything's so magical. so magical and um yeah so i i told you know i think it was good that i found a address at each place and then the last place i found two and then i was like all right it's gonna be between these two and then just kept trying them on Run one right after the other and like comparing. Right, just um, on, off, on, on, off. On, off, on, off, on, off, on, off, on, off. And <laughs> <laughs> then, you know, I had to look at people's faces and see how, what their faces looked like. Were they smiling? Because if they're smiling, then you know, you know they like they it. They like it. <laughs> they're happy, they're laughing. Mm -hmm. I wanted to see how much laughter I could get out of their faces. Right. Um, well, cool. <clears throat> but yeah, and then you know, I chose the one that I felt was like pretty much the most, like, hey, there's the bride. There but she you is. know, I don't, I, I'm not uh, the p type of person that wants something that's extremely um, poofy and like princessy, like, and um, you know, I don't know, I, I don't want to feel like I'm a triangle. Right. I want to be like a, a uh, tall rectangle. Well, like a <laughs> Or like a, just a globe just a shaped. girl, okay, like a like Cinderella, like a planet. <laughs> okay, well, I'm glad you found your dress mm -hmm. and you said yes to it, like it was a thing. Mm -hmm. And so that's really cool. Yeah. So. We're talking about video today. We're gonna take a quick break and we'll be right back. And now a brief message from Martha Stewart. Greetings, Martha here. I'd like to take a moment to remind you of some special holiday crafts and projects you can do right in your home. Specifically, when you're making a doozy, I think there is no better time than craft time to see that time go by. Start with your holiday wreath by taking one-of-a-kind, odd, and misplaced home items and then hot gluing them into the wreath. Then whisk up some super fudge brownies right in the bowl while you sit on the bowl. You can bake those later. Give each family member an ornament with his or her name painted on it. Better keep that hand steady. And lastly, write your own freestyle rap to your favorite Christmas carol. This is one your holiday guests are sure to treasure. For more tips, visit my microsite soon to debut once I get it made. Thank you and be sure to wash your hands. And welcome back to Above the Fold Podcast. My name is Josh. My name is Bree. You're listening to Above the Fold Podcast. They, I think they get it. I'm just trying to check. Okay. So, here's the thing. We went to a thing 
this week, and it was called... Friendsgiving. Now, I know what you're thinking. Did they mean to say Thanksgiving, but instead they were thinking so much about their friends that they said Friendsgiving instead of Thanksgiving, and because it's November, it's very possible. It's the four Fs. Friends, family, foundation, and... Free food. Free food. And, uh, no, we actually meant Friendsgiving. My coworkers at Happy Medium... Uh, always host a, a crowd over at the old uh, Welch residence, um, and it was a uh, another year, the second annual Friendsgiving. This time, Bree came along. What did you think, Bree? Thought it was good. I I think one of the F's is also fellowship. Okay. Um, now that you have some friends, time to family, think. fellowship, and fun. Okay. But I would like to go with foundation. Everybody needs a firm foundation, and you know what? Your friends are there. They're your foundation. And if you don't have friends, you don't I have, hope you have a small dog or a small cat. And there's just a lot of ways to uh, have a friend. There are. There are exactly 14 ways. And if you'd like to learn about that, just hold on. Way number one. Invite people over to your place for a Friendsgiving. You'll need to cook the turkey, but they'll bring the fun. And you don't even have to have anything in common with these people. You don't even have to know who they are. You can call anybody your friend. Way number two, buy a car for everyone you know. This is the Oprah way of being your friend. Way three, you can order pizza for one person and then ask them to share it with the whole room. This is uh, fellowship. Way number four, go to a swimming pool and just offer to give everyone a towel. <laughs> and how do you warm that towel up? Well, with way number five, build a fire in somebody's yard. Way number six involves a small uh, batch of candles and uh, just a romantic night with one of your closest friends. And that leads into way number seven, which is a hefty, hefty pot of massage oil. Okay. And uh, just a bed of leaves and horse hair. Just mix it all up. Cotton and... balls. Okay. Uh, way number eight involves just uh, writing a check to somebody for free. Way number nine is taking a long-sleeved t-shirt and cutting it so that it becomes a vest and then giving it to a new friend. Okay, way number 10, I would say, involves just walking down in the park, just for just around the park for 10 hours straight, and then finally the person sitting there, the bench at the end of the 10 hours, so you just shake their hand and say, hope you have a great day. Uh, way number 11 involves uh, just sea turtles um, and the eggs and watching them hatch and then collecting the shells of the eggs and then giving them to just a random stranger and just wishing them well. And way number 12 is getting a box of popcorn and going and watching the movie up with uh, your dog and cat in the kitchen. Way number 13 is we don't talk about it because it's bad luck. <laughs> and way number 14, well, you don't write... Uh, Write a letter to somebody and ask them how they're doing. Possibly ask them on a date. 
Okay, and that's the 14 ways to uh, have, a have a friend in modern Did times. you have a good time at Friendsgiving, Josh? I did, yeah. We, um, we had turkeys and uh, other food. We had some wine. Mm-hmm. Talked about babies. Oh, there were two babies. babies there. Yes. Um, there was a dog there. There was a dog. Um, and uh, at the end of the night, went home and had a good night's sleep. So. <laughs> I read a quote the other day, and I got to tell you guys. What is the quote? I can't remember what the quote is, well, but I know. What's the point? <laughs> <laughs> what is the point? <laughs> what, I wish I brought that camera. Um, <laughs> the quote was about just the best days involve lots of laughter and a, a lot of sleep. Really? <laughs> yeah, I think and... I put it on Pinterest, which is a social network. And uh, and I was like, that is so true. But the people I think that, like I've been reading books recently, everyone, and wow. <laughs> Amy Poehler's book, by yeah. the way, is amazing. And um, But she is a bad sleeper, I am a bad sleeper. And uh, you don't get your sleep, but the best days are the days where you just get good sleep and you just laugh a lot. So we need you. You laugh a lot some days, but you don't get such good sleep. <laughs> and then you're only halvesies on that one. And yeah, what are you gonna do? I don't know. Go well, try again next day. I think you make it a personal goal to get lots of sleep and laugh a lot. Mm-hmm. I know I am. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of laughing. Uh, I would like us to just do a quick impromptu segment. Okay. And it's called Take a Break. Boom. If you could take a break right now, where would you go? And what would you do? And how would you do it? And who would you take with you? I would go down to the uh, thrift store, buy just the oldest piece of clothing there is, hop into a car. Call my neighbor who lives next door and say, Hey, I've got a piece of cloth that you are going to want to see. But I keep it in a box in the back of the car. We get down to my car. I've gone back to my apartment at this point, picked them up. We drive out. It's about 30 miles north to a cornfield. I lay the cloth out on the ground and I say, How about this? Would you even guessed that I bought this from a thrift shop for about five bucks and that's what I do with my break how about you um this, so I need to <laughs> go to a thrift store no well. you don't have to you can okay. do whatever you want okay. so the whole point is it's a break if I could take a break I would go to a local coffee shop y- you know what I really want to do I was watching Comedians in Cars today, episode with Amy Schumer. I tweeted. (laughs) Excuse (laughs) you. (laughs) But um, they were in a Ferrari, and the Ferrari was was breaking down. Anyway, I would would just take a break with Jerry Seinfeld and Amy Schumer. I'd hop in the back of that Ferrari. We'd go to a a rundown coffee shop and order some mediocre coffee, a couple eggs over easy, and we'd chat about our lives and, and, and what truly is bothering us. But what also just makes us laugh till we pee our pants. That sounds like a magical time. And so, if if I could take a break, that's what I would do. Thank you for listening. And that was take a break. Okay, let's take one more break and then let's talk about web. Or okay. Let's talk about websites. <laughs> let's talk just, about. 
I don't know. Video, video content. Video content. We'll figure we it out it. when we get there. You should love it too. Okay. We take you inside the dressing room of a wedding shop. Okay. Uh, you just take these uh, dresses here. You can try them on, and I'll be right outside. Okay. Uh, does, is there anybody that's gonna like help me put it on or? Uh, here at uh, Tom's wedding, no, like, no. Is, do you have any female staff? Uh, no, they are. Uh, actually, I don't hire any females because I don't believe in it. Okay, uh, I'll I'll try my best. I'll okay. put these on here. All right, I'll be right outside. Okay. All right. Uh, I kinda, I got this on here, but I, I can't close the back. Okay. There's yeah. Like no. Four hundred buttons. No, I, that's I not gonna work. You Can see. You have clips that you could just clip. Clip it in. It's this is like four sizes too big for me. It reminds me of my mother, and uh, I only well, I have. I don't want to look like your mother. Actually, I only have about uh, about five dresses that are not my mother's here. Okay, and so. do you have it not in black? I I didn't see myself wearing I have, black down the aisle. I mean, I have a couple brown. Uh, br I call them the brownies. Uh, the brownie corner. Let me go it's grab. A, I'll go grab a brownie. Okay, I'll try it. Okay, here is a very light brown. Um, Okay, this is like the color of tar. Okay, uh, um, I don't. Still almost black. I don't. Uh, Do you, can you see getting color? A little, getting a little frustrated. I'm not sure what you're getting at here, but I have a. F I'm getting a vibe that you don't like my mother's wedding dresses. Uh, these are your mother's. Yeah, you have five. So she was married five times. She bought it. Fifty-five times. I have a bigger inventory than that, and I'm getting a little po'd. I'm sorry, sir. I just I I wanted something that was lighter, and also the sleeves are so heavy. Uh, it's a traditional medieval wedding gown. There's literally metal inside the, the sleeves. Chain, the chainmail veil is really itchy. What happens if By, there's a swordsman and a knight inside your wedding in the moment that you're saying your vows? What are you gonna do if they try to slice well, the arm? I'll put the chainmail back on, but it's really irritating the back of my neck. Here, try this one. It's a very, uh, just a dark purple. Um, you'll never get a sunburn in it in a million years. I believe me, we've tried. Okay, wh where do I breathe out of? Because it's covering my entire face. So you see this flap here? It's a Velcro flap, and you lift it up okay. every couple minutes. Just take a couple this deep breaths. This is going to be really hard to eat in, and we have to put cake on each other's faces. Well, just uh, that's what the uh, the reception gown is for, and uh, I can show you those in a little bit. Okay. Would you be interested in that? Yeah. Uh, I have to wear two different gowns? Uh, take one in a backpack that you'll just wear throughout the ceremony. Okay. Slip into it in the, the uh, truck over. That's a trend over. now? Yeah, you hop into your uh, your your double pickup truck on the way over to your reception, and put on the uh, the reception gown. Traditionally, oh a a uh, darker garment uh, for the than night. the wedding gown. Correct. Oh, wow, I think I was going to a funeral or something. Welcome back to Above the Fold podcast. Thanks for staying with us through this episode. It's been my, a doozy. My name is Bree. My name is Josh. Today we're talking about video content. What is video content? How do you use it? Mm -hmm. And why do people love it so much these days? Right. It's it wasn't such a big deal it's when I was a baby. Why now? It's I think people love it so much now because it's so easy mm -hmm. to put video anywhere and everywhere. You see video everywhere. Right. 
if I website. if I took a video right now of like my name na- my roommate's cat just jumping all over the place like an idiot, how many places could I put that and where would I go put it? You want me to list them? Yes. Okay, you that can start and put it on. <laughs> Put it on Instagram. Share okay. that video from Instagram on Facebook. Right. Post that thing to Twitter. Okay. Get Take it, up it on Twitter. and just re-put it on YouTube and Vimeo. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think you could make a... Can you make a Vine now out of a video you shoot? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if you can... I, maybe you have to upload. Well, you could break Vine and you could put it into Vine. Yep. You could also create a VHS tape from that video and share it with your beloveds. So if I put it on Instagram, I would have a 15-second time limit, right? Mm-hmm. If I put it on Vine, I have a six-second time limit. Mm-hmm. If I put it on Facebook or uh, YouTube, no time limit, right? Nope. I don't think so. I remember back in the day, YouTube used to be 15-minute time limit. That was a, was a rough day. Yeah. And I don't think that um, you could say any one of those platforms is uh, the best. I think right. it depends on... Uh, what you're trying to do but I do think that I mean the word YouTube it is kind of like Google it yep uh, so and YouTube is the second largest search engine people do go to YouTube just to search for things if you're looking for video you'll probably find it on YouTube yeah so I think if we talk about Vine versus Instagram versus YouTube you're looking at lots of different audiences I think Vine is really thrives for like comedy bits and like short little things that loop really yeah. well um, so you, you don't have a whole lot of content you can throw in there but for quick little things that people like to watch over and over like somebody tripping and falling that would work really well on Vine Instagram is more kind of like that but a little bit longer I think mm-hmm. uh, and then YouTube, it's really, really anything. It can be short, quick videos, but I think anything under like 15 seconds, you rarely see on YouTube. It's usually 30 to, 30 seconds to, I mean, either multiple hour long things on YouTube too. But people, I think, are attracted to shorter video yeah, times. Like, totally. if you're going to make a video about your company or, you know, talking about what you do, you're probably best to stick around 60 seconds. Right. Uh, anything over that you know people just they lose interest and they're just they're gone I think people are probably gone after like 15 seconds mm-hmm. that's why ads on YouTube the the shorter ones you know I, I probably will watch those because I know they're ending sooner whereas the 30 second ones I'll just ignore that until yeah. it's over and then I'll watch my video yeah don't have time for that don't have any time for it now I think sharing your video it makes a difference too um, and that's where Facebook has really come into the lead I think recently um, mm-hmm. so if you were wanting to share something on Facebook you used to upload it to YouTube paste the link in and share it uh, and then users can like share it watch it in line they have to click the play button and it loads up the YouTube player and then maybe hit play another time or they can watch it in YouTube well with Facebook video they've even turned it on so the video starts auto-playing with no sound and that's mm-hmm. I think that's been huge as far as people actually sitting and watching the videos mm-hmm. I don't know about you but I've actually found myself scrolling through my timeline and like it's some sort of like two minute long like top ten things and I sit there and watch it in the timeline without the sound because it's like it's actually grabbing my attention that I'm like oh geez I could have just been listening to the sound the whole time but I never do mm-hmm. so it's a really creative way for Facebook to start doing stuff like that they do that on desktop and on their mobile phone uh, mm-hmm. app 
And I think it's uh, it's okay. Or right now, I mean, autoplay isn't my favorite thing, but I think it's okay if as long as it's user generated content. The mm-hmm. minute that it's advertisements that are autoplaying, you're gonna have people just in a tizzy. Right. Just annoyed by yes. that. So, um, how to make good video content? Mm-hmm. What what would you consider something that's good? Is it looking at uh, professional grade or is it um, something that's shot with it, like an iPhone? Right. Well, I think you got to look at your audience. So, um, at work, we've done a, a few things. We. I mean, just recently we've done this week a video of us putting up a Christmas tree and decorating. Um, we've done videos over Halloween of one of our teammates popping out of a box because she dressed like Mario. Um, those were phone videos done really short and quick, and they're like 10 seconds long max. Mm-hmm. Um, we did the uh, ice bucket challenge, which we really did up. We did you know, professional shooting, scripting, everything, um, and then lots of editing. And that was way more professional looking, less goofy looking. Um, I don't know particularly the audience for that. It's not quite as goofy. It wasn't really something we put on Instagram or Twitter a whole lot, but we did put it up on YouTube and and Facebook. Yeah, I found with the the ice bucket challenge, if you were a part of like a larger organization that was doing it, it was more and more people... uh, making professional quality videos with like titles and um, actual editing that went in the video whereas if you were just doing it on your own you know it was with your iPhone in the backyard right um where I work we do a lot of vine we don't Mm -hmm. have Instagram I think it would be really cool if we did but we don't um but we do vine and a lot of times uh I mean vine is great for what we're doing because it's super short and then we don't have to really put that much thought into it so it's pretty nice we just i just find my people and we go and we make our our six second vine and we go on with our day we can spend 20 minutes coming up with the idea but then and shooting it you know as long as we don't have any problems can be super quick but we've used it to kind of just show off like company culture stuff similar to the kind of things that you guys do on instagram but whether our monthly rock stars people who are just rocking out um, or just spur of the moment, funny things that are going on. Yeah. Sometimes people play chess at work. Do a quick Vine of them chessing it up. I think you guys do Vine really well. We don't. We I don't have think we a have. A, we don't have a lot of followers, but right. We I, have a lot of fun doing it. Right. So. I, I don't think we use Vine at all at work, but we definitely use Instagram. Um, you know who does use Vine? Hi V, local mm. grocery store here in Iowa. Um, and I think throughout the Midwest, they have Vine and they do their high V Chinese hashtag high chai mm-hmm. special announcements through Vine. I think they also put them on Facebook. But I mean, it, within their time limit, they have they hired a guy who does improv to come in and he does little six second bits about what the you know most recent high chai deal is, and they're entertaining. They're not like overly professionally produced. Someone just goes to the store with a camera and shoots it, or with a phone and shoots it. Puts it on Vine and attaches it to the most recent deal. I think that works really well for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think, uh, is it Lowe's or is it Home Depot that they do, like, the six-second home tips? You know mm-hmm. what I'm talking about? Like, how to fix little things in six seconds or whatever. And that's that's really great mm-hmm. uh, just to give out helpful things. And it's only six seconds, so. Yeah. 
And who doesn't have six seconds to figure out how to right. do something? We waste so much time on social media. Six seconds is nothing. No. And then after like 15 minutes of watching just six seconds at a time, I'm like, okay, I've spent some time on this thing. Yeah. What about Snapchat? Snapchat video is pretty big these days, at least mm -hmm. among friends, but advertisers are also getting in the mix. Mm -hmm. uh, just the other day, Dumb and Dumber 2, T-O, had a Snapchat ad. And, and just the other day, some dog show. Yeah, had, I saw that. <laughs> I, I was, was like, wondering if you liked that because you're a huge dog I started dog watching person. and then I stopped watching. When it. I turned tuned in, there were only like two two little bits left, so I must have been over. Yeah, but I was like, yeah, dog show like is on there. Um, I I don't know how effective it is going to be for advertisers, but I know the Dumb and Dumber one I watched just because I'm excited for that movie. I think, yeah, like movie trailers, because those are usually pretty short anyway. Yeah. I mean, talk about getting in the faces of kids and, I mean, 26-year-olds as well. Yeah. Um, where you're always going constantly to see who's Snapchatting you. You go to Snapchat, and there's a small ad, and you watch it. Bingo bongo. Mm -hmm. Which Snapchat gets really good metrics on number of plays, too. Yeah. Well, I mean... Video content. Yeah. It's approved. Approved. Um, so if you want to go out and shoot it, I say start with your smartphone. Easiest way. The cameras have gotten really good. Instagram lets you shoot stuff. It auto-image stabilizes stuff. You can also do time-lapse with the most recent iPhone and Instagram. Uh, Hyperlapse app. Um, do some fun stuff with that. Um, just get in a nice, well-lit, uh, quiet location. Have someone talk nice and firmly and loudly uh, if you're in for more fancy stuff get a DSLR camera you can get one for five hundred to a thousand dollars buy a decent uh, lav mic or a boom mic and maybe an audio recorder um, that'll get some really quality video uh, production stuff and edit those and final cut or premiere um, you're and then you'll be off with video and then you're off you have anything else Don't to talk about? Don't forget about iMovie. iMovie's also there for those of you who like iMovie. If you need to do a wedding announcement, I would recommend iMovie. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, okay. and that's uh, pretty much all we got to say about that mm -hmm. and everything else today. Have any questions about video content? Email me at www.jplhomer.org slash josh slash email slash question at hotmail.com. Thanks for listening today, and uh, remember to stay above the fold. <laughs>